Well, welcome to Guerrilla Discipleship. I'm Kevin Baker. I'm Tim Parker. And uh, we are here to continue our conversations about what it looks like to be an everyday disciple maker, to be a a person who's a disciple that makes a disciple. Uh, However you want to say that, we want to see disciple-making movements happen, uh, which really means that we want to see people impacted by Jesus and it spread wide and long and deep. And we want to see saturation of uh, in the in the areas that we live. We want to see lots of people encounter the gospel. And even more than just encounter it, we want them to come to know Jesus and walk with him because we believe he's life. So thanks for joining us and uh, for being a part of that. Tim, I had to I had to record without you. I, I said know. you were on a field trip. Were you on a field trip or did you like I was on a field trip. I thought Yesterday it was. Yeah. 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 Okay. <laughs> Pump, pumpkin patch. So uh, Tim and I were just talking about what we wanted to talk about today, and I asked Tim this question, um, why does it have to be so difficult? And he, he said, uh, what are you talking about? But basically, you know, why does disciple-making have to be so complicated, so difficult? Why does it have to be, it feels like it's very difficult to uh, follow Jesus. Why does this have to be so why is there so many disagreements? Why, why doesn't the church have a unified view? I mean, I could go at this from a million points of view. What, what, is, what makes this so hard is the word that, that comes to my mind. And uh, so we're going to talk all around that subject for just a few minutes. What makes following Jesus hard? What makes uh, making disciples hard? Why is it hard? Now, Maybe you're sitting there going, it's not hard at all. What are you guys talking about? But it feels complicated, feels complex. It feels like we don't all agree. It feels like we're constantly trying to, to agree and explain things. And so, Tim, what makes it so hard? Uh, I'll go with the answer that we talked about earlier. I think, okay. And we can unpack it from there. I think just humans are hard and difficult in general. Yeah. We're these organisms, these people created in the image of God, but then we have these experiences, we have the neurobiological chemistry of our brain. Holy mackerel. We have, and so I call that like the hard wiring, then you have like, if I want to be analytical, like the soft wiring of your heart and the emotions, Mm. and um, we have all these different layers that are built onto it, childhood traumas, Mm. uh, reason, philosophical outlooks, worldviews, and so you put all those together, and we're all, you know, I think would agree we're all unique and individual, and so you have these things, and we're just, we're just complex, we're not simple, like, single cell. Amoebas. That, yeah, amoebas. We're not amoebas. That, that just, you know, they just reproduce and multiply and that's it. There's not, not much to it. And I think that's just why it's so hard because there's relationships, there's emotions, yeah. and there and we all interpret and see things differently. And it's just yeah, we're messy and on top of that, we're we're sinful. Um we're full we're full of sin. And I think that yeah. that, that, that definitely is the icing on the cake, if not the root of the, all the problems. I was just gonna say it, it just <laughs> as you were talking, before you said that, it, it occurred to me that that Jesus or that uh, that God in Genesis uh said Hey, life's going to be hard now. You're mm-hmm. not in the garden anymore. You're you're you've disobeyed me. Mm-hmm. You you're now living under the shadow of death. You're and and hey, you're going to work, but it's going to be frustrating. Yeah. So and you, life's going to be painful. And life is going to yeah. be painful. So maybe that's a good starting place. Yeah. That disciple making and all of life is is not a it's not a breeze. It's right. hard because we are out of our element. We were created for. Um, a spiritual reality that we've fallen back from, fallen away from, everything in this life is a little harder than we would like for it to be. I just was at the doctor with my 92-year-old mom, and 
making tough decisions. And, and she and I both, as we were driving back, I'm, I'm, our birthdays are two days apart. I'm November 6, she's November 8. I'll be 63, she'll be 93. And uh, we were both just talking about, hey, getting older isn't easy. Uh, you know, you're, you're either dying or <laughs> you're getting older and getting older is not for cowards. So life's hard. I, let's start there. Yeah. That, that the core of this is nothing is easy. Sin's not easy. I mean, it might feel easy at a moment. Uh, it's easy to do. It's easy to do. <laughs> but, um, but living in obedience to God, trusting God, uh, none of it is easy. Life isn't easy. Jesus told us that it would, there would be suffering. And so, so if we, if we kind of take that at the base, that it's hard because we're not in heaven, we're not in the garden uh, as the base, why is disciple-making itself hard. Could we focus on that a little bit? Like what is yeah. the hard parts about, about disciple making yeah. in your, your, could I actually yeah. answer that first? Yeah, go for it. You can answer your own question. <laughs> can I answer yeah. my own question? Yeah. Cause I always ask you questions yeah. in it and put you on the spot, but, um, I was prepared that time. There. Oh, well go then. <laughs> no, if you're it's prepared. Fine, it's fine. Um, you're probably gonna say something similar anyway. Who, know, who knows what I'm going to say? You. Yeah, there you go. We, we are a compliment to one another. Oh, um, by the way, I'm going to be 63. Tim's 30. Oh, I'm 33, yeah. 33. 30 years difference between us. You can see. I mean, I know I don't look that much older. 29 and a half. 29 and a half. Uh, <laughs> it, it seems to me that one of the reasons that disciple making is um, is hard for us is that, um, and I. this is a, I, 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 let me just say it, <laughs> is that we've not trained people to do it. Mm -hmm. The church has trained has in the West, the church has sort of cast the idea that we will do the disciple making, the professionals, the experts, the, the experienced, you come and support us by, you know, being good, faithful Christians, uh, but we'll do it. And some of you, we'd like to have partner with us, but it's, it feels to me like on one level, the reason why this is so hard is for many of us, it, we're changing from become, from being sort of consumers of religion mm -hmm. to now ask being asked to participate in ways that go against most of our, um, our or brings us up to some of our deepest fears. I'm afraid to have spiritual conversations with other people because they can get angry or I might not know, I don't want to look foolish. I don't even know, I know what I believe, but I don't always even know why I believe what mm -hmm. I believe. And so I don't know that I can defend what I believe. And so Lots of fears come into that. Now, that was kind of what comes to my mind as to one reason yeah. why it is. What were so you? Lack of training. Lack of training. I, my gut instinct was, and maybe I'm going back to last step. To was, the ball? Yeah. <laughs> was relationships are messy. Mm, and I yeah. think that there's no real discipleship without any sort of relationship that yelling at someone on a street corner isn't the best form of discipleship. And that's probably the most, in especially American culture, the most offensive kind of relationship you could have. You very few find people become friends after they yell at each other. Yeah. But it does happen. Uh, and then so once you are in a relationship with someone, it's hard to have a conversation that maybe is uncomfortable for you or uncomfortable for them. Or there's just the appearance of discomfort. It's hard to take a, a conversation into an area where culturally or we've been kind of conditioned not to go to. Yeah. Or even spiritually, we haven't ever had with ourselves or with someone else ever who is also already a believer. And so it's just a whole bunch of discomfort and yeah. we don't want to lose uh, relationships with people because they matter. And so we'd rather just kind of keep our comfort 
and our mediocre relationships than to yeah, that's press good. into them. You know, while you were saying that, Tim, something <coughs> occurred to me that getting a bullhorn and standing on the corner is, this is going to sound weird, in a sense, safer mm-hmm. than having it is. a conversation. It's 100% safer. Because if you reject me, then I get to say, oh, it's all about you and not about me or or whatever. And I probably by standing on the street corner with a bullhorn, I've already got my wall up. Yep. I got walls up. I'm just on a task. But what we're trying to do in guerrilla discipleship is to make it an organic, relational, conversational kind of thing. That means I have to drop my wall down. I have to actually share the places in my life where I'm not sure or where I do have questions. I've got to be open to a give and take. You might say something that I disagree with, or you might challenge me. And so this is hard. You got to invite people into That's your good. life. You got to yeah. invite discussion. And You're right. You get Relationships to, are hard. You get to invite someone in. You don't just get to tell them how to live. You, they get invited in. It's a mutual invitation. And that's, uh, that's dangerous. It's way easier in our current climate to just keep everyone at arm's length. Oof. So if it's going to be this hard, why should I do it? I think we talked about it a couple of weeks ago, Did right? We? <laughs> about uh, maybe not exactly quite that. Whether we do, what's our motivation? Yeah, right. Whether it's motivated by obedience to God or because we love people. That's good. Or... He remembers everything we talk about. <laughs> not everything, but we, we talked a little <laughs> about motivation yeah. a couple of weeks ago. And I, I feel like I would add to that, and I agree with that. We talked about, you know, is there a heaven and hell? We talked about yeah. if you want to go back a few uh, weeks and listen to that, and and or is it just that I love God and I need to obey what God said, and He said. Go into all the world and make disciples. So it's an obedience thing as well as a uh, God cares about lost people, people that are far from him. Um, <clears throat> but let me ask you, I think we agree on this, but I'll just put it out there. I don't think I can ever grow into maturity unless I practice this. Because, you know, there's something about, we're apprentices of Jesus. We're, we're trying to, we're journeying, <coughs> yeah. you know, just like a, an That's electrician. A, yep. And so I don't care how many tests I take about knowledge about being an electrician. I'm not a fully ready master electrician or or master plumber until I know how to put the pipe. I've actually got my hands dirty putting the pipes together. So there's something about being engaged in these these practices of disciple making that actually help me grow up. And and most of Jesus's teaching, I shouldn't say most. A lot of Jesus's teaching with the disciples was correcting them. Mm-hmm. Like, why would you say that? No, that's not what, wait a minute. How long am I going to be with you guys? You're, you're supposed to be doing it this way. You should pray more before you do, you know, whatever it is. I'm just yeah. I like that idea that. of master apprentice, that you can't truly be a world journeyman or master apprentice until you've done not just the test, but all the pieces. And you maybe have yeah. done this piece over here. You've done this piece over here. But if you've never done the big, <laughs> the yeah. The one thing that you need to do in order to really follow Jesus or really be the apprentice, then you're not really ready to go out on your own. Yeah. Or ready to be a, yeah. Well, and so God's inviting us to a place where we, by being an apprentice of Jesus, by adopting his lifestyle, by following his practices and being obedient to what he commanded, we're becoming like Jesus. I can't become like Jesus. And what's weird about that in our culture, and I'm going to get maybe, I don't know if this is political or not, but in our culture, what you hear all the time today is, well, we should just love everyone. That's the biggest thing that everybody says about Jesus. But Jesus was, he wasn't just this big squishy, you know. I call it hippy-dippy love. Yeah, he wasn't hippy-dippy hippy, <laughs> hippy dippy love. 
he wasn't Santa Claus. He, yeah. he wasn't uh, a senile old grandpa that just, you know, like, oh, cute kids. Um, you know, he was fierce. He turned tables over in the temple. He confronted leaders. Uh, he would say the hard things to people. And, and, and he was loving. Yeah. Because sometimes saying the hard thing to someone is what the most loving thing can be. So we can't grow into the likeness of Christ and experience the fullness of the kingdom unless we're willing to apprentice him in mm-hmm. the practices. And, and Jesus said more than once um, things like the Son of Man came to seek and to save the lost. Yeah. I mean, it, it, you know, so there's this idea that we've got to practice disciple making. And once you get... Once you get beyond all the fears, not that we ever get beyond all of our fears. Every time I go out prayer walking, I, I'm intimidated. I feel the fear of it. Uh, I think because our culture tells us that it's something weird. I yeah. don't know. But um, but once you begin to, to practice and you realize that your head's not going to fall off and people aren't going to hurt you, and you've had an experience where God has used you in a, in a in a conversation or maybe even used you to help someone come to faith. There's nothing like that. No. I mean, it, 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 when, when someone says, man, you, my whole life is, is turned around because you were willing to share God's love with me and you see them maybe 10 years later and they were heading towards a dark path and now you see them and they're in, in, in living such fullness of life and you had a part in that. You were, mm-hmm. you know, a piece of the puzzle in that. Um, I don't know that there's anything more rewarding than that. So, you know, all of this to say disciple-making is going to confront some fears. Yeah. It's going to make us uncomfortable. Um, but it's 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 the same un, in one sense. It is being a, a journeyman plumber or journeyman yeah. electrician where you're like, man, I don't know how to put these wires together. Well, keep putting them together and allow your your master yeah. uh, to, to show you Hey, that wasn't right. You still don't have it right. You missed this. Uh, I, I I love what electricity does for me, but I hate, I don't like messing with electricity. And I've been shocked a couple of times. Oh. And I always ask electricians, how many times have you been shocked? Oh, I've been, and they always call it bit. I've been bit by this stuff a lot of times. And, you know, they're very aware of how deadly it mm-hmm. can be, but they don't seem to be as frightened about it as I am because I think they know, hey, just don't lick your fingers and, you know, touch these two places. Yeah. So what do you think about all of that? Do you, have you gotten to the... Now, again, if you know anything about Mr. Parker here, he's an extrovert, talks to people very easily. But were, have would you say in your life you've seen, man, I used to be very nervous about this or, or fearful about this, but I, I feel more comfortable? How does yeah, I would say that even though I've been extroverted for a period of time, I honestly wasn't my whole entire life. It's okay. more relatively recent. This this closer to 30 than closer to childhood. Anyways. Wow. Uh, yeah, didn't Let's happen, explore that. Didn't like happen until high school. Really? Really? Yeah, just kind of something switched. Wow. Yeah. Anyways, um, definitely the fear of being rejected or not knowing enough yeah. or the nervousness. <clears throat> and it was only maybe in the past, I would say five or six years, where I really kind of... I like to use the word relational equity, realize that it's okay to kind of press into people mm. that you've built in upon and have a relationship with. I've always was afraid of being offensive and being overly offensive mm. because, you know, you I'm trying to be politically correct and being biblically wrong and things like yeah. that, especially um, 
when I was asked uh, in high school to pray for the football team, and someone's like, "Hey, can you please not play to Jesus because I'm Jewish?" You know, things like that. And so I've always kind of like, "What did you do?" Uh, I think one time that did prayed for God, and then a couple weeks later, I went back to Jesus. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's an interesting like, sometimes. Yeah, thing. Some, I think those kind of things kind of like said, "Okay, well, don't be offensive, Tim. Be respectful of other people's beliefs." And I was just so cautious to never be offensive that eventually I wasn't. Um, I don't want to say I wasn't obvious or I wasn't uh, contagious enough in my discipleship. And so I kind of had to overcome a lot of those of those pieces. And I also didn't want to be obnoxious like some of the people on the street corner I saw. Yeah. And so I was maybe overly corrected. But I've slowly learned uh, through some coaching and through some real life experiences that it's, you know, once you have built a relationship, it's okay to, to push in a little bit. Yeah. And so uh, even earlier today, I was sharing in a coaching call. There is a guy who I have met at the gym. We hang out once in a while now afterwards. And uh, he more or less said, well, what does the Bible have to say about Israel and Palestine? Ooh. And we, and I said, well, let, you know, let's look at it. Said, oh, no. That's such a simple topic. Yeah, it was a great way because we were having a great topic. And I said, well, let's look at it. Oh, no, no, we'll look at it another time. And we kept talking about, you know, great yeah. spiritual conversations, wow. going definitely going from the casual to the meaningful to the spiritual. Yeah. Because um, we were talking about the scripture and things like that. And then uh, and then I, at the end of the conversation, I was like, you know, we can really look at this if you really want to. And, and normally I wouldn't have offered the first time. And normally I would never have offered the second time, but because he and I have now texted each other and we've, you know, I've given him crabs and we've yeah. hung out four or five times. I'm like, I'm going to, I'm going to lay into him a little bit mm. harder. Not lay into him. That's probably a bad term. I'm going to, I'm going to push. You're going to push in. An extra step harder than I normally would, because I think that we're still going to be friends, even if I do this. And yeah. even if we're not asking to read the Bible, if it's that offensive, then, you know, but, and so sure. that was kind of something I would never have done. Four or five years ago, because you're now a master plumber, and I'm you were just—you sure were just a journeyman plumber for yeah. a while, and you were scared that you were going to do it wrong. So again, here, here's uh, here's the whole point of our conversation with you today. It is complicated, and and what I want to say to you is, if it feels complicated, if it feels difficult to you, that's because it is in some respects difficult. Um, don't be discouraged, and don't think you're the only one that feels like it's complicated. Don't think that we sit here and talk about this like, oh, gosh, these guys have no. We we may be a step ahead of you. Maybe not. We may be three steps behind you, but we may be a step ahead of you. But the only way that we got to be a step ahead of you was to face, confront and walk through all of the fears that you have with all of the anxieties that you feel and to make all the mistakes that you're afraid you might make. Mm -hmm. We've made them and we're going to continue to make them. But what we've realized in the end is it's like getting, you know, it's like those electricians. Yeah. Did, have I ever been, you know, bit by the electricity? Yeah, I have. I thought it was off or my, my, my journeyman told me it was off and I trusted them and I'm not doing that again. I've heard that from electricians. Um, or it was wired poorly mm -hmm. and you actually cut the circuit off, but it was getting juice from another circuit that you couldn't have known until you, you know, got into it. So uh, you, we're all going to, it is, it is difficult I'm I'm trying to own that. I think we want to own that with you, that it, there are some complexities, some difficulties in disciple-making. But I think what we want to say, uh, maybe I'll just speak for me, and Tim, you say it your way, but is it's worth it. Uh, it's worth it because there are lives hanging in the balance. It's worth it because our Father has asked us to obey Him in this. It, it's worth it because really God is going, it's not a might use you. God is going to use mm -hmm. you. If you will put yourself forward as a laborer in the harvest, God will use you. And he says it'll be a 30, 60, 100-fold return. So um, it's worth it for all those, those reasons. And so 
just we I think we wanted to um, reassure you and encourage you that difficulty is is true, but it's worth the the, the battle. It is. Any thoughts? Any? Other? I think that's wonderfully said. Don't, so don't be afraid of the difficult things. I yes. Think the most difficult things in life are often the most rewarding. So. Yes. Marriage. Could we talk about marriage? No, marriage, childbirth, you know. <laughs> yeah. Childbirth. I haven't gone through way, that one. You know, so. you know, I mean, those things uh, are... Yeah, you're hitting on all the topics. <laughs> all right. Hey, thank you so much for joining us here at uh, Gorilla Discipleship. As always, Tim says uh, you can make some comments down, down below. below. Yep. Uh, you can kbaker at oakdale.church email. tparker at oakdale.church. Or you know what? If you're a part of Oakdale Church and you see us on Sunday morning, you could just stop and say, hey... I want you to talk about this at Guerrilla Disciple Making or this about yeah. at Guerrilla Discipleship. So anyway, thank you so much for being a part of this. Um, we just love that we get to communicate this way. We look forward to hopefully that that uh, this is strengthening you in your journey of discipleship and uh, that you're becoming more and more uh, willing to be a disciple maker. So we'll see you next week. Thanks for being with us.